0: What is going on? We are chatting on something that is such a popular topic. Whenever I talk about progesterone, it's always a hit, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on the podcast, I'm always getting questions about progesterone like for good reason, because it's such an important hormone. So we are specifically today talking about, can you get pregnant with low progesterone? Um, so we are going to just dive right in, as you know, because we're just not wasting any time around here. Okay. So low progesterone is one of of the most common imbalances that I see. And of course impacts your fertility. So whether you're someone who is actively trying to conceive right now, you're preparing your preconception health, or you're just listening to this podcast, you don't even want to get pregnant, but you're like, I just want to know everything I can about my health. I love it. Progesterone is important literally no matter what is going on in your life, but um, it impacts your fertility because it is the sex hormone that's needed to get and stay pregnant. Okay. Ovulation is what produces progesterone. So if you have low levels of progesterone, that either means one of two things. One, you're not regularly ovulating, or two, you're ovulating, but your dysregulated blood sugar and high cortisol levels in your luteal phase are depleting the progesterone that you actually made from ovulation. So let's just like get into that for a second. So because when you ovulate, you produce the hormone progesterone, a lot of people will be like, "But I'm ovulating. I'm ovulating. Like, I don't understand why I'm not getting pregnant. But my my progesterone levels are low. Da da da, da. Just because you ovulate, obviously that's like a first step. Yes, we want to make sure you're ovulating. That's why I, I always encourage you to track your BBT, your basal body temperature. So yes, we want to confirm that. But just because you're ovulating doesn't mean you have strong progesterone levels because what you do after you ovulate is going to be the difference between you having strong progesterone levels and you not having strong progesterone levels. So what we want to make sure is, yes, of course. There that you're actually ovulating, but more so after that is okay. Are you actually supporting yourself in your luteal phase to the best of your ability? And that means changing some of the things that you're doing in other phases of your cycle and being really cognizant of it. Um, and some people will think it's too simple of a thing to make a difference, or they make it more complicated, or has to be an overall, or I do it sometimes, I don't do it all the time. Like it needs to be something that's consistent. And yes, it's simple, but it makes a huge difference. Okay, so we're going to talk about ways you could do that in a second, but. I want to give you some signs of low progesterone, no matter what your blood work says. Sometimes your blood work is going to say it's normal, or I was just actually a woman messaged me on TikTok because I'm on TikTok now, okay? I was really resistant uh, about it for a really long time, but I'm like, my goal is to help 100 women get pregnant this year, to help support moms postpartum. Like, I need to expand my like net of women that I'm able to connect with. So TikTok is what I needed to do. And I actually really like it. Like it's really easy for me to create video content. Um, so anyway, if you're on TikTok, come hang out with me at create Angelica. But anyway, the point is someone messaged me over there and she was like, Oh, you know, uh, I I am doing all the things X, Y, and Z. The only thing I, that seems to be off is that like my progesterone level was a five on blood work, but like everything else is fine. So like, I don't understand why I'm not getting pregnant. First of all, no matter what your blood work says, if you have the symptoms that I'm about to list, there's an issue going on with your progesterone. Also just if someone's like, Oh, it's, it's a five, like it's okay. Like that's low, right? Like we, we need to make sure that we are talking about optimal levels here. Okay. So just cause if your doctor's like, Oh, it's not that bad. Like, no, 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 we need optimal. Okay. But anyway, signs of low progesterone spotting before your period, even if it's quote unquote, only a day of spotting or only two days of spotting that still counts. Um, brown period blood PMS, whether that's mood swings, sore boobs, irritability, anxiety, any type of PMS that you're experiencing, cramps, um, fertility challenges, of course, right? This could look like reoccurring miscarriages. And of course, I want to... Please make a disclaimer here. There's so much more that goes into miscarriages, and it is never your fault. Never, ever, ever, ever is it your fault. So I do not want that to ever be the case or what you are thinking from me talking about this. Um, but it could be part of it, right? Low progesterone could be part of it. So it's important for you to be aware of it instead of feeling like you don't understand why maybe it's happening or you don't think there's anything you can do to help support it. So that's the lens that I'm always coming from with that. So that could be a sign of low progesterone as well. So all those symptoms point back to low progesterone in relation to your estrogen levels, which that's key because estrogen and progesterone work together like yin and yang. So when one is really high and the other is low, like we really got to look at that ratio. So, just because your estrogen might be at a good quote unquote level, even if it is at an optimal level, if your progesterone level is too low, it's gonna present with excess estrogen to low progesterone symptoms. So the ratio between the two is what's important, not just what each specific hormone is actually testing. Okay, that's why I'm always like you don't have to go crazy with the blood tests. And first of all, blood tests are like I almost want to say a waste of time, like they kind of are. Like we want to get a Dutch test, you want to get a saliva or a urine-based test, Gut Personal does a hormone test that's actually accurate and with functional levels with someone who's actually a functional registered dietitian like reading them helping you whatever like that's what you want to actually prioritize your time on with labs but even regardless of that so many people are waiting to get their results like okay um I say not join the Mind Your Hormones method or trying to receive accelerator, but I just want to wait to see what my blood work is so that I know what's actually wrong, or I'm waiting to make changes until I know like what hormone is actually out of balance. Like you're gonna be waiting forever, first of all, like the time is always now, but second of all, it does not freaking matter. Like it really doesn't matter. There's so many things when you look at the body as a whole, we can't spot treat hormones. I always freaking talk about this. I'll talk about this till the end of time. It is not about which hormone is out of balance, it is about what is causing that hormone to be out of balance. And also, spoiler alert right all your hormones are connected. So if one is out, eventually they're all going to be out of balance. So that's why it's like, you're just going to keep going on this rat race and running on this hamster wheel. If we don't actually go down even deeper and just work on the functions and the systems in our body that actually affect the hormones, no matter what hormone is off. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) getting fired up over here. So back to what we're talking about. Can you actually get pregnant with low progesterone? Yeah, you, you can, you can get pregnant with low progesterone depending on how low it actually is. And if you, obviously, Right, obviously, you need to ovulate in order to get pregnant, but staying pregnant requires healthy progesterone levels. Having a healthy pregnancy requires healthy, optimal progesterone levels because it's what actually holds on to the uterine lining. Which is why, if you are someone who's spotting, it's a sign of low progesterone because you don't have enough of the progesterone to actually keep that uterine lining intact. For the 11 to 14 days, you know, of your luteal phase right up until you get your period. And then the blood would actually, you know, bleed or to sustain a healthy pregnancy, right? So that's why that happens. The progesterone holds onto that uterine lining. So there's no shedding. There's no spotting before your period. It just stays there until your period is actually signaled by your progesterone level dropping. And then the uterine lining sheds. But if you get pregnant, that uterine lining stays intact because your progesterone levels are healthy enough to keep that uterine lining intact. And then it doubles and doubles and doubles and it just keeps. Increasing throughout your pregnancy, that's one of the um, hormones they test when you first get pregnant to make sure that you have healthy levels of progesterone because you need that for a viable pregnancy. A lot of women who have low progesterone levels going into pregnancy, they will have to take a pregnancy, a pregnancy, a um, progesterone suppository to hold on to that pregnancy. Which obviously, if that's the situation you're in, like yes, of course, listen to your doctor and do that so you could keep on hold on to that pregnancy. But I want to catch you before that. I want you to go into the pregnancy with strong ovulation creating strong progesterone levels, making sure that they are strong so that you, you can not only get pregnant, but you can stay pregnant and have a healthy pregnancy. Because like I always freaking say, the goal is not to just get pregnant. That is not the goal. The goal is to be as strong and as healthy as you possibly can be leading into pregnancy. So not only can you get pregnant, so not only can you stay pregnant, so not only can you have a really healthy pregnancy where you feel really good throughout the pregnancy, so not only you can support yourself through birth, so not only after that you can rebalance with more postpartum and have healthy milk supply and then feel good when you actually have the child you're wanting. Like the ripple effect keeps on freaking going. So Instead of hyper focusing on like I just want to get pregnant, get pregnant, get pregnant, get pregnant, it's like let's let's back up, bird's eye view, widen this out. What do I need to be doing to have to be the healthiest version of myself so I can get pregnant, stay pregnant, healthy pregnancy, birth, have a healthy birth? Obviously, there's a lot that goes into that too, but you know what I'm saying? Um, Rebalance with postpartum, healthy uh, blood blood milk. Breast milk supply, like all the things, okay? So while yes, you could potentially get pregnant with low progesterone, it is best to work on the systems in your body that are actually affecting your ovulation and depleting your progesterone, like your blood sugar, like your nervous system, like your detoxification pathways, your gut and your liver, your nutrient density. Like this is my method. This is why it works so well, because we are getting down to that root, 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 root level to support the systems that actually affect the hormones, right? And then build up that progesterone before pregnancy, so you can get pregnant, stay pregnant, and have a healthy pregnancy, okay? That is the freaking goal, okay? The most optimal is to regularly ovulate and have strong progesterone levels. When I say strong progesterone levels, you don't need a blood test for this. You could look at your basal body temperature. So another reason why I'm like, get on that BBT. If you're not already tracking, what are you waiting for? <laughs> now is your sign. Get on it. Get temp drop. It's the easiest freaking thing. You put an armband on at night. You wake up. Doesn't matter if you're waking up at the same time or a different time. Which like when you take it under the tongue through the mouth, you have to wake up at the exact same time every single day. Be sleeping for a solid two hours before that for accuracy, which like if you're maybe on your second child and you already have a child, like that shit is not happening. Or if you're a shift worker or just someone who like has to wake up for work super early during the week and you want to sleep in on the weekends, but you still want your BBT to be accurate, get temp drop. It's an armband. You wear it. You literally just wake up when you wake up, open up the app. It syncs to it. It gives you all this data. It gives you a sleep score. Like it's amazing. But anyway, the reason why I want you to track that is because when you see that your progesterone levels are high, that 98 to 98.8 degrees in your luteal phase after you ovulate for ideally 14 days before your period, I ideally want your luteal phase to be 14 days long. That is letting you know you're, you're really building up those progesterone levels for at least four cycles before getting pregnant. That is my goal for you is what I really want you to like work towards is obviously, yes, if you're not ovulating, like get into the mind your hormones method. That's all I'm going to say about that and then once you are ovulating, supporting yourself in that luteal phase, um, and I'm going to give you a couple tips of what you could do for that. But and then looking at your BBT and making sure that it's at 98 to 98.8 degrees for 14 days before you actually get your period. If it is any shorter than that, if it is, if you have spotting beforehand, like I've had clients that were spotting for a week before their period, obviously all of that is taken care of now. Why? Because we work on the system in their body. We didn't just focus on the progesterone. Like I can't say it enough. Um, so anyway, that's, that's what I want for you. That's like a good marker for you. Like, okay. Four cycles, a 14 day long, uh, luteal phase of high progesterone levels, that 98 degrees. If you're like, what are you talking about with the BBT? I actually recently just did an episode on Friday. If you're listening to some real-time Time. The episode right before this one, I don't know what number we're up to, but the one literally right before this, I talk about low BBT numbers. So go ahead and watch that. So you, or, or listen, watch, listen, whatever, um, go and listen to that. So you can understand what your ideal BBT numbers should be looking like. And if they're lower, what to do about it, all that. So we'll link that below, but it's literally just the podcast episode right before this one. Okay. Now, um, we'll, I'm also going to actually link below. Cause I talked about this in other episodes of, um, a couple other ones of how you can naturally support ovulation and progesterone because I have I think there's about three other episodes that I talked about you know the signs and symptoms of progester low progesterone how you can actually support it in your luteal phase how you can naturally support ovulation so I'm going to send you three of those but the most important thing and I want you to listen to them if you haven't already they're some of the most popular episodes on the show so definitely go check them out but one of the two of the most important things that you really want to focus on in your luteal phase are your blood sugar and your cortisol levels let's talk. that we always want we always want to be supporting that obviously but the reason why it's so important in your luteal phase is because In your luteal phase, your resting cortisol level, like no matter what, you're resting, not when you're working out or doing whatever. Your resting cortisol level is naturally higher, and your blood sugar is naturally more dysregulated because of where your hormone levels are at. Also, you are only getting having a luteal phase if you actually ovulated. So if you're not ovulating, then you're not in a luteal phase. If you're on birth control, you don't have a luteal phase. Okay, so you only have a luteal phase if you actually ovulated and you have natural hormones. You're not on birth control. Okay, Um, so because of where your hormone levels are at in your luteal phase, your Blood sugar is naturally more dysregulated, and your cortisol levels are naturally your your low. La 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 la. Your resting cortisol level is naturally higher. Okay, which means. If you didn't already get off the caffeine train, let's. Here's another sign. Let's get off the caffeine train. But at least making sure you're not having caffeine in your luteal phase is so important for your nervous system and for your blood sugar regulation. Um, and then also you might have to have an extra snack, more dense foods, bigger portions in that luteal phase because you're going to notice you're hungrier because your metabolism is also raised up because your progesterone levels are higher. It increases your metabolic rate, so that's also why you might be more hungry. So noticing that, eating accordingly, making more nutrient-dense meals, fuller meals, might, maybe adding an extra snack that you don't actually have to support those blood sugar levels and not going more than like three and a half hours between meals, especially in your lute phase is really, really important. I'm going to put my um, free training, uh, if you don't already have it, it's called How to Create Hormone Balance and Blood Sugar Balancing Meals. It's a training a pulled straight from the Mind Your Hormones Method to teach you how to create these blood sugar balancing meals, which I want you to do literally always, forever and ever men, but really focus on this in your ludo phase. Okay. So your action steps right now are to listen to the episodes that I put in the show notes um, on progesterone, on naturally ovulating, making sure you have those strong progesterone levels if this is something that you are struggling with. Number two, check out that free training, um, how to create hormone balanced meals if you don't already have it. Number three, if you're not ovulating, if you're really struggling with this, if you're like, I'm tired of trying to do this on my own and just throwing darts at the wall and like really feeling like what the F is going on, then mind your hormones method is your next move. Okay? You already know what's up. Up and I would love to welcome you in. You could always use code podcast for 10% off, which is so fun. That's only for you guys. Um, so make sure you keep that under wraps. Um, but the link for all of that will be in the show notes. Let me know if this resonated with you. I'm so, so, so grateful for you. Oh, and if you are trying to conceive too, I have a trying to conceive masterclass that I'll put in the show notes for you as well. We got resources for days over here, okay? So get on it. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to continue this journey with you and I will talk to you soon.